0: Okay, good morning everyone um, and welcome to this uh, Educate Plus webinar, um, Leveraging Videos to Maximize Return on Investment. Morning Jeff. Um, um, good morning.
1: Good morning, Sheila. How are you?
0: <laughs> I'm good, thanks. Nice background. Do
1: you like my new office? Uh, it's a very nice office. Yes, yeah, so it's great to see the way um, Educate Plus is growing every day now.
0: Yeah, yeah. Oh, it's fabulous. A bit of inspiration for Neil. Um, Welcome everyone. Um, I'm just going to run through a few little housekeeping rules for those of you who haven't been in in one of our webinars before. Um, If you have any questions, please put them in in the chat or the Q&A function, which you'll see at the very bottom of your screen. Um, Jeff will be keeping an eye on this, so will I, throughout the presentation. So if you have any questions that pop into your mind, please type them in there and uh, Jeff will get to them. If he doesn't get to them during the presentation, we'll make sure we get to them at the end. Um, just to let you know that if for any reason you drop out or anything goes wrong, we will be recording this session and it will be available on um, the Educate Plus website this evening. And Jeff has very generously also shared his uh, presentation with us. So there'll be a copy of that up there. And also, any of the questions that are typed will also be in there. Um, if for some reason you would like to speak directly to Jeff, uh, please let me know via the chat function, and we can unmute you so as you can have a chat with him. Um, I'm going to let Jeff introduce himself, um, and whenever you're ready, Jeff, feel free to take it away.
1: Thank you, Sheila, and, and thank you all very much for taking the time out of your day to hopefully get some useful tips that might help you with your video marketing and strategy around video. Um, Today, I'm going to be covering quite a bit of stuff uh, around um, video production. Actually, a lot of it is based on my second book, Watch Me Now, uh, How to Make uh, Leveraging Videos to Maximize Your Return on Investment. Um, videos are only useful if people can engage with it. So I'm going to pick a few ways in which you can uh, get people to see your videos more easily and also engage with them. We're going to um, go through a few example videos as well. So from people that uh, some of the schools that I've been working with as well. So firstly, I'd love to know a little bit about you to start with. So I do have a a poll um, just to find out a little bit about who I'm talking to. So Sheila, if you wouldn't mind, there we go. What department are you in? If you could let me know. Because of course all these departments need video in different ways.
0: Yeah, we've still got people filling it in. I'll just give it another sec. Okay. I'm going to end polling now. Um I don't know if you can see that, Jeff. Can you or do you want me no, to do that? No, I can't it see out? it. Have you shared okay. it yet, Sheila?
1: Share results. There you go. I'll Is look it? at that. Yeah. Big, big turnout from our alumni. And quite a few people there, all of the above. Some of the people, none of the above. I always wonder who that is. <laughs> it seems to be, there's always somebody there who just maybe is here for the wrong presentation. But have fun anyway. hope you enjoy it. Um, great. So, look, um, yeah, I'll, I'll certainly be talking to the marketing comms people in this presentation uh, as well as, um, uh, the, you know, the rest of it. It, all, it. all It is all relevant. But now that I know a little bit about you, I'll tell you a little bit about me. I'm Jeff Anderson uh, from Sonic Site. So, we've been producing videos for private schools for... About 25 years, oddly enough, I'm not quite sure how that happened, but it did. And I've also written not just one, not just one, but two uh, Amazon best-selling books uh, around video production. So, as I said, I'll be unpacking a lot of the stuff that's in this second book that I released last year. It's about how to leverage your videos and and make them work for you. Um, you know, I've, as I say, I've been doing this a long time, and I've seen amazing changes in the industry over that time, both in my industry and in yours. Uh, in my industry, when I started out, I, a cheap, uh, you know, non-linear editing system, a computer-based editing system, cost a quarter of a million dollars. Uh, and a camera, we actually used a camera, not quite like that, but similar, in that it had a, uh, a recorder, was a, a machine, a tape recorder, that was connected to the camera via some kind of umbilical cord, and it took two people to carry it around to to film. Uh, of course, times have changed. We've now got high-definition cameras in our pockets and, you know, amazing uh, editing software that's pre-installed on the computers when you get it. So, there's no reason these days not to be making use of videos and schools are now a lot more productive in the marketing. That's what I'm seeing as well. So they've, they've really jumped on board with how to use video effectively. Obviously it's, you know, it's a common um, form of engagement with the community in all sorts of ways and all sorts of uh, processes. These days we work with schools to help them engage their community, raise funds and attract more enrollments. Um, so today I'm going to um, talk about a few things so first, I'm going to give you a quick uh, insight into the power of video, why it's more important than ever uh, to have video. I'm going to talk a little bit about the strategy in terms of your video comms and how that needs to look and how that needs to work to get the best engagement and the best outcome from your videos, It's really the best ROI from it and also a bit about how to leverage your videos. So how to make the most of them, different things you can do with them, different ways you can film them and different outcomes you can get from it. And I'll also show some examples of some of the videos from some of the schools we've worked with and how they use them, some insights from that whole process. And in this process, I'll also be demonstrating that county is not my strong point. So along the way, um, please, if you've got questions, anything at all, if it relates to video, I promise you I've been doing this for decades. If it's got anything to do with video, um, I'll be able to make something up. So just pop the questions as we go. Happy to um, be distracted and interrupted throughout the presentation to address something that that pops into mind as you go, no problem. Let's look a little bit at the power of video. 70% of consumers believe that companies that create videos are more engaged with their customers. So, you know, your customers, your your families, um, your fundraisers, your your donors, they're they're looking for video as a way um, to make them feel relevant, as a way to get that information to show them that you care and that you're interested with them. 100 million hours of video are watched on Facebook every day. Uh, But none are watched during work hours, I'm sure. That's right. But, you know, this is extraordinary. These platforms are just rife for engagement with video. They're built for video these days. Five billion videos are watched on YouTube every day. A third of those are watched by my son after he goes to bed each night but this is a phenomenal tool which cannot be overlooked as an essential tool for business communication. It builds community. It builds credibility. Uh, it attracts your ideal families. It raises funds, it tells stories about your school that engage your community. It builds rapport. So, you know, it's, there's no excuse not to be using it. And I'm, you know, I'm, I'm gathering you're here today because you do use it. Uh, in fact, I'm keen to know in this next poll, Sheila, um, what platform are you are using for your video? There's plenty of options out there and um, How are you making the most of them? Wish I had some thinking music. Ding, ding, ding. By the way, I I heard this morning that Donald Trump, because of this uh, grief he's been getting about um, the social media platforms, he's now wanting to legislate that YouTube, Twitter, and Facebook all combine into one big conglomerate uh, social media platform that he wants to call you TwitFace. you can tell i'm a dad can't
0: you (laughs) (laughs) absolutely the dad jokes are flying um okay we're nearly finished guys last few stragglers coming in okay i'm gonna end polling now all right there's uh somebody has said i can't select multiple options for this poll we use almost all of them
1: uh, right, yes. Okay, right. That should, we should use an, and another yeah, one, yeah. Because I do expect you would be using um, more, more of them rather than, than less.
0: Okay. Um, yeah. um, so
1: I'm just end polling now. And there are your results, Jeff. Okay, so I'll take it from that. The people have picked the ones that they use more often than others. Um, but as you can see, there's a bit of a cross-section there. Um, and... Facebook is obviously a really strong one for the communities that we're that you're dealing with um, and getting in front of them. But, you know, and I, as I'll go through this presentation, it's a matter of how you use them and when you use them and the multiple uh, opportunities you have to use them across the different platforms. So I'll just, uh, if I turn that off, I'd stop sharing that. Um, so let's talk a little bit about the strategy. Because... This is a conversation I have with clients all the time when we're about to start a video. It's it's about trying to understand, well, what are you actually trying to achieve? Because people don't want a video, they actually want an outcome from the video. So how does that video fit in the process? You know, when will it be played? Where, how will it be shared? How will it be leveraged? And importantly, what's the next step you want people to take after watching the video? What does that look like? Is it signing up to um, uh, a newsletter? Is it downloading a prospectus? Is it enrolling for a tour? Is it donating money? You know, what does that look like? And the more clear you can be on exactly what that next step is, um, that's, that's where you're going to get the most cut through on your, on your messaging. And then when you've got that clarity around that, then you can measure it. You can track it. You can see, are we getting an increase in enrollments? Are we getting an increase in booking for discovery tours? You know, are we getting and can we track it directly to the videos? Because when you're tracking that, then you're measuring the ROI all the way. You know, is it phone calls? Do you want to track those. Is it downloading prospectus? So the more, as I say, the more clear you know what's the action, the call to action you want at the end of the video. That's going to um, that's going to tell you if it's working, if it needs to be tweaked, um, and it also means you know you can see what's where the actual engagement's happening. When when making videos, something I often talk to people to get the most out of their videos is to avoid long, winding openers and and branding and logos and stuff, which. I've got to break the news to you, ladies and gentlemen, but the audience doesn't care about your logos. They don't care about your branding. They care about themselves and what's in it for them. So you need to address their issues as quickly as possible and get to that. Sure, have your branding in there, but try and maybe bring it in later. You can put it in the supers, the names that come up on screen or at the end um, or throughout, but get to the point as quickly as possible. The sooner you can can cut to that message, uh, the sooner you're going to captivate them and keep them engaged. I've watched videos that I've wanted to watch in the past, and it's got like a 10-second rolling animated logo, and I just give up. I like, yeah, you know, would have liked to watch this, but I really, I don't, <laughs> I don't have the attention uh, to to sit with this, so I move on. So try to peel it back. You, the whole point about video is getting the information as quickly as and engagingly as possible to your audience. So strip out everything that's not going to help you achieve that goal. Now, as far as um, putting it on websites and getting it out to the world, first thing you wanna do is host it online. You wanna have it on YouTube and Vimeo. Um, you can have it on both if you want, but at least have it on one of those. Generally, a school will nominate one of those platforms and stick with that the whole time. So, both of them are good. Some They both have different uh, features and benefits. Um, YouTube is very popular, a lot of people search it. YouTube's really great if you're searching for a how-to sort of uh, product. Um, but ultimately, what you wanna do is, once you've got it on YouTube or Vimeo, then you can share it onto your website, you can share it onto your emails and things like that and make it easier to distribute. So you, you're, never, you're never gonna wanna email somebody an MP4 file. Um, you wanna send them a link to a YouTube or Vimeo file. These platforms are designed to stream the video. They're, they're particular sort of um, media streaming platforms. It's not like a normal website where you've gotta kinda download it before you, you can play it properly. So I did see a, a newsletter story went out from one school the other week and I got in touch with them because that actually Um, sent a a link to an mp4 file so you had to actually download it to watch it smoothly and it wasn't it wasn't the best practice for all that so have it on one of these streaming platforms then send the link out to them and direct people to them that way however as i talk about social media later i'll explain um, different ways you need to do it when you're posting on social media so some of the things you can do with your video to get better engagement one of the things you can do is send it out before a meeting. So if you've got families coming to the school, or if you've got a fundraising event or whatever, you can send it out beforehand as like the day before to say, looking forward to seeing you tomorrow. Um, here's a quick video that gives you a bit of an overview. And the purpose of this is firstly, it shows them that you, you know they're coming, it reminds them, and it gives them something to, ref- to give them a context about what's, what's going on, what they're there for. So it's really easy to do. It's actually gonna be appreciated by people. Um, I, I advise people for business meetings as well to do this because it introduces you to them. They can take the time to watch that video on their own time and then when you're meeting with them, you can talk to them about their concerns and about their issues and about them rather than about yourselves because you've, you've given them that taster, that teaser about all that information. So it's a great way to warm up the relationship. Uh, this is another uh, example of where you can take it even further. So this was, a video that we did for Brigidine. And in fact, if you have a copy of your face-to-face magazine, I'm not sure which edition that is, that edition, um, Di Lawrence from Brigidine's done a write-up on this uh, and how it all worked, this actual um, campaign. And what it was is they wanted to get more people to attend. So they have families who enrolled in year six to start in year seven. And there's a natural attrition with those um, people who've expressed interest. And so they wanted to, Reduce the attrition by having as many people there as possible. Sheila, I think the poll is still on. Is it? Can we lose? Uh, that no, it's it just- it's off.
0: Oh, hold on. Uh-huh. Stop sharing results. Sorry. Thank you.
1: Stop
0: sharing perfect. it, Sheila. Stop Sorry, not see it on my screen. Apologies, it's gone.
1: So generous with your sharing. Um, <laughs> so, uh, what they wanted to do, they wanted to reduce the attrition, and they knew that if they could get people, the families to come to a welcome day, which they hold in October or November before the girls start, there was much more chance of them um, following through with the enrollment process and starting in year seven. So they said, let's send out a video to them so that they can, um, you know, they'll feel more welcome to, to attend the welcome day. And I said, well, why don't we take it up another level? Why don't we personalize each of these videos? So you're sending it out to, a, you know, how many families? I said, oh, 150. I went, oh, no, I should have thought of that before I offered that suggestion. Um, but I said, let's personalize each name on the video. So, for example, if it's Abigail, and then let's say, hi, Abigail, we're really, we're really looking forward to seeing you at the welcome day. So we ended up, and I figured there'd be a lot of duplications of names, and there were a few, so we ended up making like 130 versions of these different videos. Um, but each girl then received her own personalized video. Now, uh, Bridgidine's not as big a school as some of the others, and they pride themselves on their personal attention they give to their students, and I said, well, let's play to your strength in that space. Let's show them that you personalise your engagement with the students. So we sent out all these videos. They then got um, great engagement from it, um, and I'll just show you how it looks.
2: Hi,
3: Abigail. We're excited to see you at the Bridgidine Welcome Day. I can remember how excited I was. I was a bit nervous, but when I got here, all the girls were really friendly. It's a great school and the teachers really helped me to find new friends.
2: I never knew high school could be so fun. There are lots of things to do, like music, sport, dance and lots of clubs. Remember when we first saw the theatre? Wow, I think I want to join Girls in Black and learn about sound and lighting. You'll be good at that, but I want to be in the musical. I heard next year it's going to be Thoroughly Modern Millie. There's so many fun things to try and do. I love going to the library and looking at the augmented
3: reality videos. It gives me so many good ideas of books to read.
2: We had a great season in netball, but I think I want to join the water polo team now. I love our science classes, and science week was just amazing. Drones, driving simulators, and I think I'll join the robotics club now. We're starting our last year here at Bridgerdean, and it's been such an amazing experience. We've had so much fun,
3: we've made friends for life, and we know you will too. See you on the welcome day.
1: Um, they, the families loved it. They really appreciated that um, that sort of engagement. Uh, it was a bit of extra production work at our, at our end, but overall, it was a great outcome. They apparently reckon they possibly got another dozen families to retain uh, to to continue through to enrolment uh, because of that getting them along to the um, to the welcome day, which, as you can imagine, over a life of you know six years at school, is, is quite a great ROI for them. So that's a case of you know. I talk to people about you've got to really know your audience and you've got to target your message to the audience. That's taking it to a really personal degree, really personal level there where you you really focus on who you're talking to and really know who you're talking to, um, to the point of actually naming them. Uh, That's that's a great way of doing it. Another uh, strategy we did was um, a few years back for Ravenswood. And this was talking about leveraging um, a video. This is where they actually reverse engineered the launch of their strategic plan. And they got sort of five times the leverage out of it. Um, so, firstly, they launched the the strategic plan via the video, and then everything else sort of flowed from the video. The the, the images that they got from the um, the video from the, the drone footage um, was then able to be used in um, a lot of um, promotional campaigns from then on, and still is being used today. Uh, it was entertaining. It was immersive. Um, it had a huge engagement online because you've got the whole school out there on the oval, all the, all the girls are looking for themselves on the videos, the families are looking for them, the grandparents are looking for them. It was great branding for the school along the way. Um, and it's also then been shown, so it was, it was done originally as part of the strategic plan, but then it was shown at school tours and it reinforced the value of the school and leveraged it in multiple ways throughout.
3: Educating and empowering young women is at the heart of Ravenswood. Our purpose is shaped by our five guiding principles. Excellence, respect, optimism, courage, compassion. Our strategic plan encompasses six goals fundamental to Ravenswood being a world-class school of excellence. Goal one, achieve excellence and leadership in learning and teaching two embed well-being as a cornerstone to enable students and staff and community to flourish. Goal three invigorate the social justice commitment at the heart of Ravenswood's Christian ethos. Goal four harness Ravenswood's strength of community and sense of belonging. Goal five invest in practices and resources that underpin future development of Ravenswood. And goal six Continue to develop Ravenswood's identity as a leading school of choice and a lighthouse school of excellence. Let us continue to strive.
1: So that became really powerful for the school and they used the video part for an ongoing promotion for the, the marketing and the strategy. So had consistent branding elements throughout it. it. It really brought the whole school together. We only had a 45 minute shoot that whole, um, that whole scene on the, on the oval because it had to be done during lunch so the girls weren't their classes weren't interrupted we had more than 1200 students as well as 220 staff so that was a, f- a full-on thing we had multiple cameras uh it was all happening at the same time so yeah there's um plenty of stuff going on there but it's been used uh really effectively and then after it was used then it was reused then it was shared on youtube and facebook on newsletters on emails um and live events. And Overall, they ended up getting, you know, hundreds of thousands of views on the, um, on the video. So, they were able to, to reach people, people were able to engage with it, then they were sharing it, um, and once you've got it up on Facebook, then you're able to retarget people. So, you've got people who have engaged with this video for a few minutes, and they've invested in it. They've had some, hopefully, some kind of emotional connection with it and been inspired, their ideal potential um, customers to then retarget with other ongoing um, marketing, and you know, try to get them to come along to a school tour and, and take that next step in the enrollment process. Uh, so it's really, um, it really works very effectively for them. Um, as you can see, they ended up with uh, you know, hundreds of thousands of views on, on Facebook. Um, and yeah, it's, it's a great, great way. I mean, families apparently get very excited when they watch it on the school tours as well. They, they find it quite inspiring, so that's that's what you want. Um, the other thing you need to be thinking about with your videos is getting it out there to the audience, getting different ways to share your videos so they're seen. What breaks my heart, which is why I wrote my book, was where I, we'd make a great video and we we're really proud of it, and the client loved it, but they they'd sit it on a YouTube channel or on, you know hide it away on their face on their um, their web page, and nobody would ever see it or engage with it. You know, you get 20 views after a year, and it's like, well, what's the point of that? So. You need to have a strategy about how you're going to get it out to the marketplace, how you're going to use it, and how you're going to get people to engage with it. So, you know, make sure you've got a strategy around sharing it. One of the really simple things you can do is put it in your email signature. Um, put a little image with a, you know, a thumbnail image with a, a play button on it, with a link to the YouTube video. Um, and if you do that on YouTube uh, with Gmail or Google Mail, it'll actually play within the email app itself. So. You know, it's, it's a really simple way to do it. You can update it as new videos come along, so there's new content that's happening. So, yeah, it's certainly, um, it's certainly an easy and effective way to get the videos out there, especially if you've got like a, a hero school promo video. Put in all your emails as you're sending it out. I mean, the school will be sending hundreds or thousands of videos a day. Not everybody's going to click on it, but you know, a few will. And it just adds, it's an easy way to get your content out in front of people. Make sure you've got it ready to watch on your phone. You never know who you're talking to a particular time. It might be really easy just to pull up your phone and show it. It's a lot easier these days if you can access your YouTube or Vimeo channel and just pop it up there. But otherwise, you know, sometimes it might be useful to have it preloaded so that it's actually, you don't have to worry about internet connection. You can just play it straight off as a video that's already embedded in your phone. Um, another thing which is kind of interesting and um, kind of cool are these LCD folds. So... These are folders which enable you to have a video embedded in it. So it's got a little video screen. Um, this one's not working. I think the battery's died on it unfortunately. I've had it a while. Uh, but yeah, you can have branding all over it as well. Oh, there's green on this. I've got a green screen. I was wondering why that's disappearing. Um, so yeah, you've got a branding on it and that will um, enable you to, to it depends where you, want, where you want to use this. They cost around $50 to $100 depending on, um, on how many you get made but you've got an opportunity to brand it. You can embed a video. I would save it for really high-end clients that you need to get in touch with that you might not otherwise have easy access to. Uh, they might be, you know, major donors or things like that. But yeah, it's it's another cool way to to cut through the noise and get a video into somebody's hands that otherwise you couldn't get them to watch. So, you know, it's, it's something to consider. Um, another option is also to think about leveraging your communities. So... Who can share the love on your, you know, who are part of your community that perhaps might have a decent following that can repost it on your behalf and get it to watch. And Don't forget to also include the communities that are already part of your community, the alumni, the PNF, the parents, the students, and also interviewees. You might be interviewing somebody on a video who has a decent following and they will, would be open to sharing it for you. So sometimes you can be strategic around that as well. You actually invite people to be videoed so that they will share it to their community and get the word spread th- uh, further. You can also think of, you know, there are platforms like Now This. If you can tap into somebody else's platform or Mamma Mia, who already has a huge following, um, you know, if you've got a story to tell that that's inspirational enough, uh, that might be a way to do it. I did a, um, a video for uh, Askum uh, last year. And it was one of their alumni who'd won a scholarship. And lovely, lovely girl. She didn't actually finish her HSC because she wasn't well, but, She applied for this scholarship anyway because she wanted to uh, address period poverty in Africa, and she managed to get some funding. and She was going over there, working with local communities to talk about menstrual cups. Uh, But it was, and she was changing lives, she was changing worlds, changing countries because these women who were not able to go to work um, had not able to go to school because of that time of the month. We're then able to be empowered to continue acting and, and, and doing great stuff. So, that's a story that I think has a lot of uh, potential to go you know, far and wide. And, in, and at the same time, it demonstrates the calibre of the alumni. So, those sort of stories, you might want to look at see how you can use those and take it to a wider audience, which then speaks to the calibre of your students of your school. The other thing to remember is sharing your video once is not enough. People may see it the first time, but most of them won't. You need to reshare it. I mean, when you watch a commercial on TV, if you watch TV these days, I tend not to. Um, but if you do, you know, you will see the same ad repeated multiple times because it takes multiple times to get through. Similarly, in your feed on, on social media, you may see something pop up once. You might flick past it because you don't have the time to watch it now. It might be interesting, but, or, or it may not. But then it pops up, thinking, oh, I saw that before. And, and you're not, not interested. It pops up a third time. You're thinking, what is this? Everybody's sharing this. You know, what's going on? Maybe I should check this out. So resharing is really important. Thinking that you've shared it once and the job is done is, is not okay. It's, it really does have to be shared a lot of times in a lot of different ways. And that's the way to get people to see it. And it, once they've watched it, they've watched it. If it pops up again, that's okay. They've seen it. They don't need to see it again. That's fine. So remember that. Don't think just because you've done it once, it's enough. You've got to keep doing it and uh, make the most of it. You know, you've got access to all sorts of people who are going to be interested in it. Make sure they get a chance to see it. Now, in regards to social media, so LinkedIn, Facebook, Instagram, whatever you're using, there's a few fundamentals I'm going to talk to about that. First thing I want to make sure you understand is the best practice for posting on social media is to use the, the video file itself, not a link to Vimeo or YouTube. So the MP4 file or MOV file, whatever it is you've got, AVI file, if you but the native video file. because if you upload that to that platform, it stays on that platform, it tells the platform we're keeping people here. If you put the Vimeo or YouTube link, then it's telling the platform you're trying to take people away from their platform, they're not gonna actively promote it. It's also harder for people to watch it if it's one of those video links. So it'll just play more smoothly if you upload the MP4 file. So hopefully that makes sense. Uh, I'll just check and see if I've got no questions. Oh yes, a couple of chats, what's going on? It um, sounds, oh. Yeah, no no questions are in yet, Jeff. Right, right. Okay. Um, <clears throat> so, um, yeah, I really want to make that point. MP4 files for your social media platforms. Um, upload them and then it just, it'll just it enable you. You can also add your SRT files, your, your captions files, uh, when you uploaded it as well. So really want to hammer that point home. You're going to get a lot more engagement. You're able to track the views than if you went and um, just put a link to Vimeo, or YouTube. That's that's not the best practice. Um, Question there
0: for you, Jeff. Sorry to interrupt because uh, it's such perfect time. Do you recommend always using captions
1: uh, on social media? Yeah. Look, uh, funny you should ask, uh, Stephanie. You uh, <laughs> uh, look social media. Eighty five percent or so are watched mute. Uh, so make it easy for people to engage with you. Put the captions there. I know I've watched videos where I started watching it mute, started reading the captions, thought you know what I actually want to watch this now, and so I you know plug in the headphones and listen to it. But make it easy, um, you can get them done easily uh, from Rev.com, uh, which I highly recommend. It's a platform I use. As you can see, the prices are, are ridiculously cheap this week, only $1.25 um, per minute. So, and you, they've also got an automated service as well, which has become quite useful. The, the AI has really improved over the years. So I think the automated service is like 10 cents a minute, and they turn it around in a few minutes. You can upload your video. Um, by the time you've turned the kettle on, the the responses come back and you've got the the transcription or the subtitles. So that's an easy way to do it. You get the uh, subtitles. If you do it with Rev.com, you can edit it uh, within their platform. And so as the video plays, you can see the words and you can uh, fix them because generally they'll get it 99% right. Sometimes um, sometimes I'll get 100% right, sometimes I'll get it 80% right, or no, 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 better than that, 90% right. But they're done by real people if you're paying for these $1.25 minute options or for the 10 cent uh, a minute option, it's been done automatically. So it's very easy to do that. What I do is I upload the video to Vimeo or YouTube and then share the, and then post the link for that onto their platform. They look at it, they say, right, this is a three minute video that's gonna cost you $3.75 and then I get the um, the response back shortly afterwards. So the beauty of doing it this way, because subtitles need to be timed to the video. So the subtitles file that you get back is actually a, a very basic text code, but when you upload that, it knows where to put each line of text on the video itself. Another thing which you may not be aware of is if you, in Word, if you hit the function button twice, double tap the function butter, button, it will transcribe what you're saying. It will listen to what you're saying and actually transcribe it for you. So there's a tip for you that you may not know about. A little hack, uh, if you wanted to do it yourself. Um, but I find, you know, this this service from Rev. It's so cheap uh, and and very reliable, very efficient. It's it's a no-brainer for me. Um, I'm always happy to recommend it. We use it, you know, a couple of times a week. Uh, and it's you know at this cost, it's kind of like a just a Uh, added value service we provide to our clients we don't you know charge them for that because we just feel we need we want to provide our clients with videos that have captions on them Uh, there's two types of captions there's closed captions and open captions I'll quickly tap uh, touch on that so uh, closed captions are the ones that pop on and off you can turn them on and off you I don't know if you know on YouTube there's a little button down near the right corner Uh, you can click that and the captions open up that's closed captions open captions are the ones that are Burnt into the video, so they can't. They're now part of the video file itself. They don't. They don't disappear. So we tend to give open captions to our clients, so they're burnt into the video, so that when they post it, the captions are always there and they'll always be seen. But that makes it easier for people to watch your videos if you've got the captions there all the time. So I highly recommended. The easier way to do it is just to upload the SRT files as closed captions. Um, but yeah, one or the other. Please um, make it make it part of your process. Um, because it's it's easy to do and it's important, it's necessary that you do it these days. Another um, uh, tip for sharing stuff on, online, online: the way the algorithms work on social media is, if it sees that people are engaging with it and commenting and liking and sharing it, that tells the algorithm, "Hey, this this content is is of interest to people." So it's a little hack you can do where if you can get twenty colleagues, families, friends, whatever to comment engage and share your post your video as soon as it goes up that will trigger the algorithms into saying hey this is a piece of interesting content let's tell me let's put this in front of more people in their feed so they see it so uh, ideally I guess it's better if you've got people from different um, uh, email addresses or different accounts but you could well get your, your staff to do it you could get the community to do it uh, and it helps just uh, boost the post get more people to see it so It's a little hack, but if you can lobby members of your community to jump on board at the time it's launched, it'll certainly help uh, significantly. The other thing to think about these days, videos, um, the the day of having a promotional video have have gone. It's no longer about having a video. It's about having a strategy around your videos because you need to be telling, creating a series of videos and telling stories around it. People are more likely to watch five one minute videos than one five minute video. So don't try and tell everything at, at once. Package up your messages. Um, and you know, partition them into different things. There's so many things to talk about at a school. And obviously that's one of the greatest challenges when we're making videos for school is to try to capture everything that needs to be told. Uh, but it's much easier if you have a, you know, a short, maybe three minute overview video, but then unpack a whole lot of, so you talk about performing arts, you talk about the sport, you talk about the social justice program, you talk about the academic excellence, and you can focus in on those parts of the, um, the messaging a lot more specifically. This is a fundraising video we did for Arden last year as an annual giving day. Um, And they had a main video, which went for a few minutes. I'm just gonna show you the end of this. Um, And then we also made a series of other videos.
3: I heart Arden. (laughs) I heart Arden. Very much. your
1: support for our Epping Campus redevelopment will be sincerely appreciated. On our Giving Day, your
2: donation will be doubled. $50 becomes $100. $100 becomes $200. As early as next year, our children will benefit from this amazing new facility. And on behalf of the Parents and Friends Association, we are thrilled to be a matching donor. We are-
0: Double your donation by giving on Tuesday the 18th of June. Please help us put the heart into the new flexible performance space and fast track the fit out. Anything can happen and it's up to all of us.
1: They wanted to get the word out on social media, let people know about this um, fundraising campaign they were doing and so they created a series of videos. So we, And we shot them all at the same time and then multi purpose them. So that's another point about leveraging your videos is what else can you film at the same time? Rather than just turn up, shoot one thing, and then go away, come back another day, shoot something else, that's not a very cost-effective way to do it. So can you create additional content during the filming at the same time? Um, and you know, that's about thinking strategically. What are you trying to achieve? What does that look like? How much content are you trying to make? And how can you, how can you maximize the opportunities that you've got with it? Another thing that we did, another thing to consider is if you've got an event happening, and you want to make a video so this is a video we made for mlc for their junior school and we timed it when they were opening the playground and the beauty of that was everything was on show the families were there to watch it so we were able to grab some interviews from the families um the kids were you know dressed their best because everybody was going to be there so they were looking great and there was lots of fun activity happening so it was very colorful it was a great time to do it great time to showcase the school um and it, it made the most of the fact that you know we were there, uh, that, that they were already having an event, and we were able to catch there and tell the story around that at the same time. So it was an opening of a new playground.
2: MLC Junior School is a school that truly does dare to be more if your daughter is academically strong, if she's interested in sports, if she's musical, if it's the creative arts or engineering, science, robotics, coding. We have so many opportunities here that for every girl regardless of her interests, her strengths or her abilities, she will thrive to be more. We don't have the traditional classroom model. Instead, we have studios. So she has a number of great teachers working with her each day. This raises the bar of the standard of education within our school. We have expert teachers here who guide our girls through play and formal learning to get ready for kindergarten.
3: It's much different to when I went to school. It's very play-based. That was one of the reasons I always came to MLC, because of the opportunities and the facilities they do have. Obviously behind me you can see the amazing new playground that's available for the children, so I couldn't think of a better environment really, to be honest. I really like the open plan learning. I like that they empower the girls to be individuals and be self-sufficient.
2: We strive to give our girls every opportunity to excel in whatever their passion may be. They will thrive here at MLC School.
1: Um, thing to consider is if you're talking to, and this is about you know getting the best engagement from your videos because that's what you want to do. You want to make sure people not only watch it but they're engaged with it and they're they're enjoying it. So if you've got a message that needs to go out to the students, why not use the students to tell that message to engage with them rather than talking down at them, talking with them, uh, which is what Monty did uh, early this year as the girls were coming back from the COVID isolation. They wanted to give them a bit of of a message of how to manage um, best practices uh, uh, after isolation. Whoops.
3: Welcome Welcome back. Hey girls, there are just
2: a few things that we need you to do when you get back to school so we can all stay safe. Remember not to greet your friends with a hug. (laughs) Try and find a new and different way to greet your friends. We can do better
0: than that. (laughs) Make sure you're washing your hands frequently
2: and correctly throughout the day.
0: Try and avoid touching your face
2: throughout the day. Make sure to keep your hands clean and use hand sanitizer when it's available. Make sure you sit 1.5 metres away from your friends, especially at recess and lunch. How was your weekend? How was my what? Huh? Water can't hear you. Wait, what? Yeah, it was good. Don't share food or drinks with your friends. Make sure you bring your own drink bottle to school. No. Please make sure you keep your distance from other girls in the hallways.
3: Remember to listen to your teachers and their
2: instructions.
1: We miss you and can't wait to see you soon. It was actually written by the girls um, and yeah, they, um, they had fun doing that. We had fun making it for them as well. And I think you're going to have a lot more engagement with your target audience uh, if it's done in that sort of tone rather than, you know, as I say, rather than talking down, having a bit of fun, being playful with it. And the girls, you know, the students obviously are capable of that sort of stuff as well. Uh, another thing to consider is if you're showcasing the facilities and the performing arts the creative sports look for creative ways to capture the attention of your audience Um, you want to make it as much as possible about the end product about the students and about their experiences Um, but you know the more creative and entertaining you can be the more you're going to capture their attention
2: at bridging we're spoiled for choice in sports So far, I've tried netball, water polo, touch football, and tennis.
0: We know that there are social,
2: emotional, and physical benefits of being involved in sporting activities. And at Bridgidine, we offer a wide variety so that every girl has the opportunity to find something that they love. and I get to play with and against girls of a similar ability it's about having fun you can try new sports or play the ones you really love fitness cross-country volleyball and dance
0: doesn't matter if your daughter's the elite sports person or just starting off there's a sport and a team and a coach for them here at bridgeo
2: we love it I was in the senior softball first taekwondo yoga aerobics and AFL. The girls compete in the comp and I can find all the information I need on my phone. It's so easy. Football. Swimming. Hockey. Basketball. Whatever sport you're into, you'll find something here to try and love. Being in a team means I can be physically active while having fun with my friends. You make great friends when you try new things. I love it. it. Builds my confidence, and let's face it, it's more fun than studying. Try it, love it. Try it, love it. Try it, love it. Try it, love it.
1: Of the overall message that they, I think they still use now as part of their sport program. So it's you know bring all those elements together uh, to to keep people informed and engaged with what's going on. Another thing uh, that you want to you want to uh, think about is you know what else can you do with your videos because they call it they call video rich media because there's there's a lot you can do with it. Um, you know you can do audio podcasts, which you know, are ideal for interviews. We did. um, some interviews with a college where we we sat for an hour interviewing these alumni about their their story their their memories of the college and and their connection with the college and all the rest of it and then they wanted a three-minute video from it which we could do that wasn't a problem um but what they were missing was all this other great content that was in this interview that went for an hour and i suggested to them well make a podcast of it because people may not want to sit in front of a screen for an hour to watch um to watch a video, but they may be quite happy. I know well, I'm a bit of a fan of audiobooks and podcasts, so I find it really easy to consume, you know, long form content um, by listening to it. So that's certainly something to consider. If you are having the, the, the opportunity to capture some of your alumni, you know, and you do get some great stuff, you might be making a video for them. but what else could you do with it, you know? You can obviously, you know, create uh, a text version of it, a blog that you can then send out uh, as part of a newsletter or part of a magazine. There's tweets you can do, some insights that you get from from the interview. Um, And also you can do shorter snippets, which are just then teasers for social media, which might then drive people to a longer form version of of whatever it is that you've captured. So plenty of things there you can do with your videos to leverage them afterwards. You don't have to make it all just, don't think of just the video as just the end game. There's there's plenty of ways that you can make more from it and use it in different ways. Uh, Now I've put, some uh, content together for you, which you're most welcome to, uh, 30 ways to share your videos, um, which is you know a lot of what we're talking about today, 30 ways to maximise your return on investment with videos, as well as 30 videos you can make, uh, your school can make. Um, I've also written a blog, which you hopefully can find on my website, about another 12 videos your school can make as well, some other ideas that I've come up with. So. Please help yourself to those. Uh, they're, you know, hopefully going to be helpful and useful. There's plenty of um, some useful insights from that. Jeff, you're mute. Ah, perfect.
0: We missed the last few minutes.
1: For Did I just go mute, or has that been for the like the last? No, no, minutes? you just
0: went mute just after you uh, invited people to um, avail of the books.
1: Right. Good. Okay. Um, so uh, let's just recap, um, and let me know if there's anything else you want to uh, you want to chat about. Uh, I'll just check. I didn't go mute again there. Um, no, you're okay. Good. Uh, So remember think strategically about your videos. Okay, what's the next step? It's not about having a video That's that's the process. What's the outcome? What's the action you want people to take? Be focused on that because that's gonna you know Make the whole process a lot more enjoyable for everybody when you feel like you're actually achieving something at the end of the day Um, And on that, you know think about measuring success. What does that look like? How can you track that? Um, When you're making your videos start strong, you know get to the point as quickly as you possibly can make it about the audience um, make it about them, it's not about you. Post it to YouTube or Vimeo uh, before you share it to your website or before you, you know, if you're emailing to somebody, send them the link from those platforms. Try to send them an MP4 file, that's just gonna really annoy people. Um, add it to an email signature, really easy way to get it out there. Remember, upload MP4 files for social media um, and, and share, share, share and, and repeat. Do it, do it multiple times. Leverage your community. Who else can share your videos on your behalf? Who can you engage with? Who can, who can lift the profile of your school by being involved in your, um, in your videos as well? Use captions. Yes, in answer to those questions, definitely use captions whenever you can. Um, and think about the bite-sized stories that you can make along the way. You know What are they gonna look like? Uh, and how can you make that? And some questions have come in. Uh, yes. we market, Lee Perry, We market to China for our international students. Which video platform do you recommend Using for China, given YouTube, Facebook, etc., is blocked there. Great question, Lee, and I'm really interested to know the answer to that because I've actually um, uh, we've made videos for for the Chinese market. Uh, we've done them in in uh, Chinese um, voiceovers and with Chinese kids, um, but I haven't thought how they're actually showing them to the to the to the families there. So whether they're directing them to their website, but then if they can't access um, youtube i'm not sure what would happen there but right, um, there's
0: a good answer from claire she said WeChat is quite effective schools can make business accounts and it is not a blocked site in china
1: yeah great thank you thank you claire thank you cara um that's uh that certainly sounds like the way to go uh and julie will this be available for us to go back over unfortunately mr goodpark no problem julie i'll just start again <laughs> All right, <I> really. <laughs> uh yes it has been recorded and uh, Shira is going to share that, and I'll make the... Um, oh, well, she's answered that. I'm, I'm just rambling at this point. <laughs> um, so, uh, yeah. So, yeah, WeChat, great. Um, so, what are you gonna do now? If, you know, thank you for your time. We've, we've spent 50 minutes or so going through this. But what can you do to think more strategically about your videos? And what do you really want people to do after watching them? Because I want you to, you know, get some actionable items out of this. Um, And just keep asking yourself, you know, what's the purpose of the video? Why are you actually making this and what do you want to achieve from it? Because the more you can burrow into that, the more effective you can be with the whole strategy. And, you know, the video is just part of that strategy. It's, It's then how is it positioned? How is it placed? How is it shared? How do people engage with it? And what do they do after they've watched it? Because you don't want to, you know, encourage them to download a perspective if that, Page isn't set up or if it's not working properly You don't want to be posting a Facebook ad if the links it goes to isn't working So you need the whole thing clearly laid out so it works effectively for you um, Are there any more questions?
0: None have come in guys if you've got any questions now's the time
1: Also think about you know your filming how can you make more the most of your filming? What else can you be doing uh, while you've got the the, um, the film crew on, on site? Uh, so that you're getting the best value out of that whole process. And think about, you know, how else can you leverage a video? Can you make multiple versions of it uh, so that you can touch people in different ways at different times appropriately?
0: (laughs) Okay, questions just come in from Claire. How many minutes do you think is the most effective for a promotional video for the school facilities? For example, under a minute, two minutes?
1: Claire, um, thank you. I'm going to challenge you a little bit about the question. Um, I know we do do videos about school facilities, um, but you've got to ask yourself, does it matter? Because what you're not, you've got to get it right in terms of the balance in which you, when you do make a video about a school facility, because you've got to keep it back to the, to the student and the families because I've heard people are making you know 360 videos of their, of their school facilities um, during isolation. And it's like, why? You know, it's it, you're showing a ghost town. That's not what you're actually providing. What you're providing is a great experience, a great education. Um, you know, a holistic education for the child. So you want to be focusing on that. So if you are making uh, videos about facilities, you need to tie it back into how the children benefit from that, how the students benefit from it. So it's it's very much, it's got to be about solving a problem for the for the families when you do that. So there are ways to do it. Um, we did a review, uh, video for Riverview, which uh, it was about their school values. And it's uh, you know, I quite like it. <laughs> um, and it goes on for a few minutes. So it's about three minutes or so. And I, I think, but, you know, I, when I'm talking to businesses, I say, look, if you're making a video, you want to keep it, you know, one to two minutes. When you're doing stuff for schools, I think there's an opportunity to stretch that a little bit. You need to keep it tight. You need to keep it uh, focused. But I think also you're dealing with uh, families who are looking at investing a lot of money over a long period of time, and it's a big decision. So the more information they can get that's easily you know, able to be watched and digest, the better. So uh, the one we did for Riverview, it was about their values, but in talking about their values, we actually showed a whole lot of the school facilities. So the, the cricket pitch, the rugby, the, the um, you know, science labs, the the, painting, the basketball, All the different, um, you know, the drama, theatre and stuff? We didn't talk about them, but we showed them in the context of how the students are benefiting from from the whole experience. So when people watch that, they can see that, yes, they've got all these marvellous facilities, but that's not what's important. What's important is how that helps the student, how it helps the child. So that's what you've got to get right. You've got to get that messaging right so that it's not saying, oh, we've got the best buildings because... That, that's not what's important. What's important is how that helps the child, the student. So tie it in from that angle. Um, and when you get that right, that's when it's, it's okay to show them and demonstrate them. Uh, so that's, that's my little two cents, my little rant about, um, about that. Um, I hope that helps. Uh, yeah, so it, you, long answer to one or two minutes, but yeah, look, it, it, could be, it could be a couple of minutes if it's relevant, if it's engaging, if it's, if it's useful for the, for the audience. So the less about you the more about about them as in the students and the families that's when you've got a little bit more leeway to to in the um, the duration of the videos.
0: Thank you Jeff uh,
1: so welcome, Sheila.
0: doesn't seem to be any more questions coming in so I, if you want to finish up then we're
1: I'll finish up then. Thank you very much for all coming. All right.
0: Okay. All right, everybody. Um, um, look,
1: that's, that's it for me. If you want to get in touch, please uh, reach out. Um, happy to help. And um, yeah, uh, good luck with it. Thank you, Lee. I uh, hope you enjoyed it. Um, but yeah, I hope that's uh, give you a little bit of an early mark today.
0: Brilliant. Thanks a million, Jeff. And thanks everybody for attending. Um, and I will share all of this information on the website this evening. Cheers, Jeff.
1: See you you soon. soon. Thank you.
0: Bye, Bye, everyone.